Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What am I supposed to do with all these skinny jeans that aren't in style anymore? I guess I'll just wait another decade. Yesterday, an old geezer with a cane at the post office said to me, you're a beauty. See, I still got it, yo. You do. Nobody really says that to me these days, but my dog certainly turns heads, so I'll take it as a compliment. I found a Walmart DMV where you can buy some bras, eat a hot pretzel, and register your car all in one place. Wow. Have such a good day. Another episode of Have Such a Good Day, episode 108. I hope you're all keeping cool out there, slowing it down a little in this heat. Yeah. Uh, you, Sarah, I mean, I've got I've got some June gloom up here in July, so uh, I know everyone else is melting out there. It has been very warm. It's actually not supposed to be all that warm. I mean, still summer, but mm-hmm. not like dying warm uh, this yeah. week, which is great because I have some outdoor plants that are just so unhappy. There's not, like, there's only so much I can water them. They're just, they're just too hot. You know, I've come to the conclusion that anything I plant from here on out is going to be drought resistant. First of all, we need to save water. Second mm-hmm. of all, it's just too much work. I cannot keep up with this yard. It's just like my sister was saying the other day, this feels like a park. Like our properties, like a you know, You're like some kind of amusement park, yeah. and I'm like, "You're right, it is," because it's just too much to manage. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, looking around for a little bit more thanks, the squirrels are like, "Thanks." Yeah, seriously, <laughs> this is the show, y'all. If you're tuning in for the first time, where we talk about the absurdity of everyday life, you know, all the little details that make you laugh or My piss you chef. off. It's yeah. kind of for you know your entertainment, and we're all in this together. So we are welcome. Yeah, I'm. Sarah, that's Heather. That me. We're good folks. We, we, we like to think of ourselves as nice people. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think we are. I think we're not. I have my moments, but I would say I am in general a nice person. I would say so. Yeah, we're all caught up in our little bubbles, but, you know, I think that, you know, we're kind to our neighbors and, you know, we try to do the right thing. We try to save a spider or two. I do, actually. Uh, this is I such try. a weird... I, I wasn't going to tell the story, but since you mentioned spider, there's... So... So I'm, I don't want to kill uh, plants or animals of any kind unless I have to, right? And that includes creepy crawlies. 
Even yeah. though I don't want to share my home. Listen, if it's an army of ants, that's another story. But mm-hmm. um, I had these these little gnats that were, I don't know where they came from. They weren't fruit flies. They were just these weird little flitty, stupid fly things in, uh-huh. in my house. And I'm like, oh, that's annoying. But I noticed that there was a little spider web that was catching them. And so I was like, you know, I could make a big deal out of this and like spray down this whole wall, you know, and, you know, do like the Formula 409 thing. And I was like, maybe just let the spiders do their thing. Because all I'm going to do is kill everybody right this second. (laughs) Or I could let the spiders like eat the other little gnats. And yeah, they're eventually they're all going to have to go eventually. (laughs) But like I could give them a little bit of quality of life and look the other way. That was a moment of kindness, Sarah. I thought so. Yeah, I did actually. And then I forgot about it. This is like, yeah. it's hard to explain. It's in a corner of my, you know, I'm not just like, you know, walking through spider webs in my house. It's, it was easy to avoid, but <laughs> I did like check in the other day because I had forgotten sure. about it. And like the spiders were still there, but no longer living. So I was huh. like, well, they died on their own terms. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to go too far into like talking about spiders because I've got a story for you later in the show. Oh, God. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I will not hijack your spider story, I promise. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, um, what has has uh, it's been an interesting week, as it always is, Heather. Oh, yeah, do tell. Well, so oh. this, is, this is kind of a rando one. So I play my VR app, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Talk about it all the time. And it is, you know, it's it's like a workout game. It's not really a game, but that's the easiest way to describe it. And and every uh, day there's a new playlist. There's like workout of the day. And yeah. it's like various genres. I mean, sometimes it's like a genre that I like more than another one. But I almost always do them all. Even if mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, country, like I'm not going to like this. I still end up having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I also, I don't know, just you end up discovering stuff you wouldn't discover otherwise where I'm like oh that's who sings this Uh interesting because they like have like music licensing so they make a big deal out of like you know who you're listening to sure and the other day it was like this random mix I don't even remember what the genre was but there was a Fisher Spooner song in there oh yeah and it was and you remember Fisher Spooner I love Fisher Spooner I did I saw them live a couple times actually did you I don't think I ever did but for anybody unfamiliar it was uh, apparently there are multiple albums, but I really only knew the one, mm-hmm. which was in like the early 2000s, and you would definitely put them in the electroclash genre of music. <laughs> yeah. and Little subgenre. Yeah, which is like, it's electronic, but it's like very 808 drum machine-ish. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, I don't even know how you Kind of new wavy it. or something. Like it's yeah. got, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like Dark. if Depeche Mode started from scratch. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and had just like, yeah, more computers. And did more scratching. Right, right. <laughs> and so this particular song in my playlist, you know, I didn't know the song. I had never heard it, but it got me thinking. I was like, huh. You know, so I looked them up and I was like, oh, they do. You know, they, they, they did a lot more, uh, they had a lot more going on than I was aware. But there was the one album, the album mm-hmm. was called Number One. Mm-hmm. And that I remember the album cover because it was like close up of like this guy's like he had sand on his face, you know, and he's sticking his tongue out. And it's just very yeah. like highly sexualized. Yeah. And you're like, what is this? And I so love that I, album. I know me too. And I was like, I knew that I liked it, but I like couldn't quite even remember anything about it. So I was mm-hmm. in the car. I was going to be in the car for like an hour the other day. And I'm like, oh, I'll just pull it up. So I played it front to back and I'm like, this album is great. (laughs) Like it's so, it brings me back to a very certain 
time in my life. Oh, and yeah. Heather, you and I knew each other then. Oh, yeah. But it was a long time ago. It was like, it was San Francisco and there were, you know, I mean, not that everybody fun. was into Electro Clash. That's, you don't, you, it lots was of big people. Though in SF. Would, it was. And it kind of, it went with this whole, yeah, like severe haircuts mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of late nights and, totally. you know, bars where you go in there and like everyone's like so cool and like <laughs> kind of like also Skinny like, jeans. <laughs> there were, I mean, I guess. Yeah, there were like the very beginning of when skinny jeans were a little bit like super super hip still exactly and the rest of us you know had to catch up but (laughs) but but yeah so i was i was kind of like reminiscing and i'm like i love this album it's so great however and i think it's because it had just been so long since i heard there are a few songs on the album that i'm like i really loved this song i I must have listened to it hundreds of times back in the day and then i just completely forgot about it Uh and so that was sort of like okay well i reminisced fine go on with my life but the album now is this earworm days later it's only been a few days so maybe you know this won't haunt me for the rest of my life but (laughs) where i'm like yeah now it's like i i mean i can hear it right now as we're talking it's like (laughs) me too this i'm 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 in prison heather (laughs) and i just it's like and i wake up in the middle of the night and i'm like yep i'm still it's that third song on the album like why (laughs) why is this why has it clutched so tightly onto me do other people have to that's why they call it an earworm (laughs) yeah really and i don't know i mean i've complained about this before it's like i don't know why my brain does this but they also say when you just can't get something out of your head it's like listen to it again like it flushes itself i have uh no idea if that's true i don't know you should try it I should, but I'm kind of like, but what if it gets worse? <laughs> what <laughs> it's if funny it imprints how... a little bit harder? It's very interesting how what makes an earworm, you know, because I had a song in my head all weekend. It's totally not like Electro Clash. It's something that my boyfriend has been singing and it's from a, a movie theme. It's like, the cool wind should blow, like something really cheesy, but funny. <laughs> and it's like, why? And it, seriously, he keeps singing it and it keeps getting stuck back in my head i mean i've literally had this song in my head for like a week it's so annoying i don't i don't know how to flush it out if any of you out there have a solution to this right. earworm problem please email us at hi at have such a good day.com or find it, a way of getting indeed. a hold of us you you know yeah. there's all kinds of ways these days help us somehow <laughs> you know you can get a hold of us however you want just help <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's there are you know there are bigger problems than having a few songs stuck in my head <laughs> that I like. I don't yeah. hate these songs. It's just, it was very forceful. Very and it, forceful. And it, it continues to yeah, have, a, have a bit of a hold on my and brain. That, that music too is so date. It's like dated. It's it's of a specific era of your life. And so it, it, it doesn't really have a lot of significance now other than like nostalgia. You know, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'll yeah. try to listen to that album again when I'm like, you know, riding my bike or something. Maybe it would kind yeah. of get me going, but. It's very, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I was trying to, when I put it on, I was like, dated is a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, and it's hyper. It's like very hyper, hyper electro energy yeah. where I'm like, it almost like makes me a little nervous now. Totally. Like if it was playing at a bar, I'd be like, this might be a little much for me. <laughs> but, you know, at one point I, w- I would have been like, yeah, this is perfect energy. You yeah. know, like everyone's like doing blow in the bathroom. Yeah. Like not me. But, you know, it's like one of those things where oh, it's like now not. I'm like, I'm too old for this. 
<laughs> oh no, it's so true. It's funny because I like I used to like a lot of that music. I, I don't know if you would call it aggressive, but um I I know people who really have an aversion to aggressive music. Like they cannot listen to anything aggressive. And mm. I sometimes like a little bit of energy with my music. Um, but I agree with you. I think I've toned it down as I've gotten older, and I think that's like a natural progression. And yeah. fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know, but but Sarah Okay, I told yes, you about Heather. this this weekend. Okay, I've had many things happen this week, but I don't want to get too down a rabbit hole about this, but I have been blacklisted from my favorite podcast. Lots of mysteries abound this week. It's <laughs> honestly, I am so befuddled by this thing. And it's, you know, really quick, if you guys ever have um, any advice for us, please, please don't hesitate. But this podcast that I've been listening to, like almost every day, Marketplace by NPR, you, a lot of you probably listen to it. Yep. And I have lots of podcasts. I listen to a fair amount and I've got everything, you know, in my, my, my podcatcher of choice. And for some reason, this particular podcast won't play on, but on any platform, none, only this one. And I've tested all my other podcasts. Every single episode from this particular podcast will not play. It says there's an error of it being, it's like loading error or check your Wi-Fi, that kind of thing. And it's not only in the app, it's on every single app, every single podcast app and online, even on the internet, on their website. It doesn't play for me. It has the same error. It is such a mystery. So if any of you have had this experience, please hit us up, hit me up. Hi, at have such a good day .com. Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm at a loss. I'm truly at a loss. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would normally go through all the obvious stuff. Yeah. With somebody who was like, mm, "What's going on?" You know, and we'd figure out the problem. But I'm like, I don't know. I mean, especially. It's so strange. I think my advice to you the other day was like, "Well, just like unsubscribe and start start over," kind of thing. Which I did. Because I don't. I don't. I mean, that doesn't usually come up, but it's like, at least, you know, it's like, have you tried unplugging it kind of thing? But, oh, yeah. Or yeah, blowing that, in the hole. <laughs> it's, especially if it's like on the website itself. Yeah, it's like somewhere coded in Marketplace. They're like, Heather Frank may not listen anymore. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I really feel blacklisted. So I'm going to reach out to Kai Rizdahl and see see what's going on. But other than that... Um, I've had some epiphanies. You know, we really continue to learn, don't we, Sarah? Um, I bought a bocce ball set, which I'm really excited about. I'm like all about lawn games because we got lots of lawn here. I figure, you know, instead of planting things that, that I have to water every day, I will just, I don't know, I will tend to the lawn and get a croquet set. But anyway, we, we had a fun weekend. We actually raged, kind of. Uh, I guess it's, you know, all relative. We went to a small town parade. Like, literally, it was like a Norman Rockwell painting. It was easy parking, no traffic, in this kind of adjacent town that's a little bit inland called Blue Lake, which there's actually no lake there. There's a whole origin story about that, but I won't get into it. It was called Annie and Mary Day, and it's a celebration of, there used to be a railroad there, and it was named after these two bookkeepers of those names that were employed by this railroad around like 1907. So it's very old school. And it was kind of like, kind of a small town America type of thing. And there's, you know, had a little bit of a 60s vibe and there's a little bit of that, like, you know, there's like logging history up here and there's, <laughs> this is very strange. So this town is really unique because, so I kind of painted the picture. There's maybe less than 500 people that live there. It's pretty sleepy, cute though, definitely cute. Like lots of neat architecture and cool colors that people have painted their houses and it's very charming. 
there's a I have no idea why this place decided to move here or settle here, but there's an international clown school there called oh Del Arte. God. I know. It's just, crazy. Do not and, think you're about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's so crazy. I mean, it's something you would go see like a famous mime act at like Marcel Marceau, you know, kind of thing. And it's it's there's literally Europeans like go there, they come, they flock from around the world to like go to this school and they you know when I say it's a clown school it's like you learn how to do like the tightrope you trapeze mime you know all that kind of stuff like walk on stilts that sort of thing and they have shows I mean it's like it's a legit theater yeah it's very eclectic so anyway the international clown school was present there were you know people walking on stilts and dancing on stilts and you know, you stand on the side of the road waving and, you know, all these old dudes in small cars are honking and you wave and everyone's smiling and the fire trucks go by and they, you know, sound their sirens. And I, I got to say, I mean, it was so fun. And we got like rockstar parking. It was over in 15 minutes. Just watching people have fun was such a joy. And there was one section of this parade that had a vintage car show. It was just like, whoa, like, you know, you, you, when you're in the city, you stumble upon things like this all the time because there's a lot of art and culture. But in a place like this, I was like, wow, this is like quite an artsy weekend for this small town. Mm -hmm. It was great because I've been craving like going to a museum or something. And they had these, I mean, awesome cars, like just like really epic like I don't know which one I would have chosen I was really torn but there was a white El Camino that I think I would have rolled away with if I could but um yeah it was the closest thing to going to an art show in the country but it was it was really fun and when I say rage I say raging for you know a small town country get together yeah um, you can there imagine levels of raging there was no electro clash that's for sure. Right. Maybe or not cocaine. the right vibe. <laughs> yes. Not for the kids, anyway. No, definitely not. <laughs> Maybe at the after party. But yeah, no, I, I, I know the feeling. The town I grew in, grew in, <laughs> grew up in, Sebastopol's bigger than 500 people. But you know, you consider it a small town, and it had, you know, had an annual parade, the Apple Blossom Parade. And I say had just because I don't think they've done it. I, I know they didn't do it in 2020. I don't think it happened this year either. Just. COVID, but, uh, but it, you know, the whole town participates, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to like, you try to drive down where they're going to go by the day before so you can tailgate and have, yeah, like a parking spot and someone has a truck and you sit at, you know, in the back of someone's truck, you know, or you have like lawn chairs or whatever, pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, I was in the parade a lot when I was younger, like as a cheerleader or, you know, whatever I was doing, you know, whatever extracurricular activity, but like everybody participates and it was always I mean when I was in high school I'm sure we were up to no good kind of stuff you know my friends sure. and I running around but it was like the most fun thing I mean to mm -hmm. this day I'm sure I'd have a lot of fun just in a different way probably how adults enjoy watching kids have fun you know mm -hmm. totally. and like clapping yeah like when the like the people on horses go by type of stuff I I love that it's me it's, too it's, it's yeah it's small town it wholesome goodness exactly <laughs> Wholesome fun. Wholesome fun. Well, I try not to do too much complaining about property management on this here <laughs> show, and I won't. I won't do that today. But I uh, haven't talked about it in in a, at length in some time, and uh, it's just been a wacky couple of weeks, Heather. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why I ever expect anything different. But there are because I'm so fascinated with 
the weirdness of people. I mean, we're all fascinated with other people, but I really enjoy studying the weirdness of people. So part of property management, uh, because you, you really have to like deal with the vibe of a whole family or a whole group and like how they are and what kind of cars they're driving and like what are they taking out of the trunk, you know, like without like spying on them kind of thing. It's like you get it's like having a new neighbor oh, yeah. every five seconds, you yep, know, and, exactly. you, and you and you just kind of absorb like what kind of energy do we got here, <laughs> you know, yeah. and some sometimes it's like perfectly fine. There's no mm. bad vibes ever, you know, and and there are often times where it's like, nah, maybe they're asking me a lot of questions or, you know, they're figuring things out or there was a little issue, but still like no bad vibes, just mm -hmm. like, you know, there's some maintenance to do on my part. And then there are sort of the nightmare situations, which happily are infrequent. But, you know, where I'm just like, I'm just mad at them. You yeah. know, I can't wait till they leave. I tell myself I'll leave a bad review, but I never do because <laughs> I don't stay mad that long and I just want them to go. Oh, you know? yeah. And for we've talked about this before, but it's like it's very tricky because if they know you're not happy with them before they leave and it's like sometimes pretty obvious, right? Mm -hmm. they, and they and you leave them a bad review, Airbnb will tell them that you've left them a review, but they can't read it until they also write one. Mm -hmm. But if they know you are kind of like not happy with them and they see the review, they might write you a bad review before you can read each other's. It's a whole like That's cat and mouse thing. thing. I don't think so, it's quite right. And so honestly, I end up just kind of going like, eh, whatever. Let's just pretend they never existed kind of thing. I've done that mm -hmm. with a few groups where I'm like, they deserved, they deserved a kind of a bad review, you know, yeah. for, for these five reasons. But I'm just going to like go on with my life. <laughs> and I was talking to a friend over the weekend who also, he and his wife, they have uh, like a, like a summer house, but they also rented on Airbnb quite a bit. And they're there a lot, but they, they rent it out a lot. And, you know, I'm telling one of my nightmare stories and he's like, no, you got to leave a bad review, you know, because you have to, they have to know for next time. You know, like what uh -huh. if they stay at our house next? Like, I don't want to rent to them because of your helpful negative review. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, I'm also like, you know, I don't know. It is... It is sort of bad mojo in the world. Yeah, and I hear you. I just kind of, yeah, I just, I just try to, I don't want to spread too much bad mojo. I'd rather no, just I feel the same keep way. it pushing. Well, it's funny. I, I had a, a couple, or they're still here. They've been here for five nights. But I, I had a similar situation this weekend where for the last couple of days, we've been kind of wondering where the heck they've been. There's been mm. this very strange vibe at this particular cabin this whole week. Uh, because they, they had a wedding up here and they had a wedding party come to the cabin on our property, which is next to our house, that they didn't tell us about. So there were like 10 cars trying to find parking on our driveway. It was kind of weird. It was like she didn't give me a heads up. That they were going to have like a pre-wedding prance kind of thing at, at the cabin. And it was really busy. And it was that's definitely something that I want to write a bad review about. And they also brought a pet, which we have a strict no pet policy. Mm -hmm. And they know that. I mean, it's it's clearly stated like everywhere right. that we don't have pets. And you, they were definitely hiding the pet. <laughs> it was like one of those things. So they, they do merit like a semi bad review and their communication's been poor and they've been really demanding. And they're one of their guests that showed up was so rude to my boyfriend, like really rude like my boyfriend is actually like a really friendly guy and he didn't say anything that was like you know 
would have set her off. She was just rude. And we're just like, what is going on here? And then the last two days, their car hasn't been there, but the dog was there. And so we keep kind of poking our heads over there, like, what is going on? They they asked about this hiking trail, like maybe they fell off the cliff. Like Gosh. we really were last night when we went to bed, we were like, their car hasn't been there for two days and they're they're supposed to check out today. And we were kind of starting to worry, like what yeah. would happen if they just never checked out and all their luggage is still in there? and their dog and it's like what how would you I mean how how do you leave a dog for two days well I don't know if it was a full two days but like they they were kind of like who knows maybe they were like sneaking back but still very strange very strange there's been a very like bizarre vibe here this weekend with them and I I don't really want them back they've definitely bent the rules a lot so yeah I mean I I have that experience I mean more often lately I think because it's the summer Summer is yeah. always a little crazy. People are a little crazy. And yeah. I've, man, it's been a handful for me lately, that whole Airbnb management. But yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's always an adventure. I The folks who are here now, um, they seem like perfectly nice people. But it's, okay, if I could complain just a little. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's when someone checks in, they don't always like notice this detail, but you're supposed to say how many adults and how many children, you know, or maybe it's just 10 adults or maybe it's two adults and four kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, because that's like, you know, how many heads are staying, you know, in this house that, you know, I'm, I'm under control over. And then like, if there's an infant, like it counts differently, whatever, but you just get a sense, right? You tell mm -hmm. them how many bedrooms there are, you know, in the listing. You figure that, okay, this configuration is working for these people. And then they have a limit. Like they can't like be like, oh, 25 of us are going to stay. It'd be like, well, I mean, you cannot comfortably do that. Um, you know, it's just that you can't do it. You can try, but you know, it's no one's going to be comfortable. Um, and it's actually against the rules. So that's all sort of just like, you know, it's pretty cut and dry. I don't have to explain it over and over. And I also do not care what your configuration is once you're in. And mm -hmm. I don't care if you have people come over and like, there's a big pool here. Everybody likes the pool, you know? Yeah. It's summertime. It's like, this is like, I mean, a party house is not, you know, that is not what I want people to think of it as. Cause that sort of indicates that like, they're going to trash it, but it is a place where people have like, yeah, they do barbecues and the kids are screaming and jumping in the pool all day and there's music playing. It's like, you know, festive that's mm -hmm. all fine the one thing just the one thing that i think is not only something i ask for you know pretty directly but i just can't imagine not following the rule is blocking my car in <laughs> so yeah, i say to people that and heather you've been here like the driveway's big there's plenty of room for cars but you have to park a certain way or like you're gonna block someone in and that's like not only just like super rude, but like dangerous, mm -hmm. you know, I can't block my car in. No. And I don't even like it when people block each other in, you mm -hmm. know, where they're like, oh, I mean, whatever, like, we'll just like work it out. Cause like so-and-so is leaving first kind of thing. But I'm like, eh. it just makes me nervous. Like what if there was an emergency and we all have to get out of here? It gets weird, mm -hmm. you know, there's only so much you can turn around before you're like kind of stuck in there. So, you know, I say, here's, you know, car maximum, Here's some spillover parking that like no one has ever needed, but <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have it or, you know, you can park on the road, but like, it's sort of like, you know, look at the street signs because I'm not responsible if like, you know, you get towed away or whatever. 
there's not like that much plentiful parking on these like country roads, but you know, you have options, but just like, don't get too crazy in the driveway itself. Mm -hmm. And people just do not everybody, but the folks that were here, sure enough, they show up and I'm like, okay, there's one car, there's two cars, there's three cars. Oh, here comes a fourth. Oh God. Now it's going to get weird. And like four cars can like kind of make it work, but they're going to have to do some like fancy parallel parking. You have a just bit like, of a Tetris driveway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty good about like, as long as you don't block me, yeah. I can back out, prefer not to, but I can do it. But not if you're blocking me. I mean, there's, yeah. you can't, I, I can't drive through a mountain. So I, you know, I say to them, you know, as I see like that car is like not parking behind me temporarily, like they have now gotten out of the car. Yeah, they're, they're just chilling. You know, it's where <laughs> I was like, hi, everybody. Yeah, so you like can't block me, you know, starts out real nice. Mm -hmm. And the answer that I got was, was, oh, I'm so, so we're so sorry. Yeah, we're um, not all all these cars are going to be here for the whole time that, you know, we're staying here where I'm like, uh, yeah, you're staying here for a week. I mean, it's clearly that would not be possible. But um, yeah, we'll move that car in like an hour. Is that cool? And I was like, no, <laughs> it's not. And the thing is, is like, that's where I get into my like little rage mode. Cause <laughs> at, at the time I really didn't need to leave in the next hour, mm -hmm. but I was like so annoyed that someone was trying to dictate like what, you don't know me. What if I really had to like go to the doctor or, yeah. or like, I felt People like leaving. People don't think about that. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't, you just can't, you can't do it. No. Um, if it were on a street and like I blocked you in a shopping center, it would be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like call the police or, you know, whatever. Like people, people need to be able to use their own wheels. So it's happened a couple of times now. Actually. Yeah. It's, it is, it's rough, man. And I, I, I totally get the review thing. Cause I'm in that boat today. I have to figure out how I'm going to write this review. And it's very possible that they're going to write. Cause you know, we asked some questions about like all these people parking. Like she never said anything about all these yeah. people showing up. So they may get ahead of me on that even though we were really nice about it but yeah it's really right. tricky it's it's not well and you already know that one at least one person was like rude to you guys so yeah. it's like they're capable of being rude again yes exactly you know? oh oh god mondays telling you oh my gosh i know it is so and and really i i bring up the you know the airbnb and parking thing and fascination with people only because like i'm not like that upset about any of this but i just i sometimes just sit there and go like huh it you just never know how someone's going to react and mm -hmm. it's often like i mean they're not like a complete monster but it's like how was that your choice yeah how was it your choice to react that way like that is not the answer I was looking for. The sir ongoing or challenges of sharing a planet with other humans, Sarah. Yeah, I mean, it's I really that's what it is. And yeah, everybody sort of has their different thoughts on things and they were raised differently. And so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of clashing and we all have to try to figure out how to get along. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe by playing some electro clash. Yeah, there you go. You know, Get everyone just have an starting aggressive to rage. dance party. Just rage at the small town parade. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I only I do know. that in my dreams yeah. these days. It's funny. I mean, we're, you know, we're pummeled with bad news and threats to humanity every day. You know, electro clash and, and uh, crazy Airbnb guests and global warming. <laughs> oh, God. Environmental warming. disaster. I mean, there's Ugh. a lot of things, especially now, that can wipe humanity out, artificial intelligence even. And this is where I bring back 
spiders because (laughs) (laughs) and i know you and i feel the same way we both have arachnophobia i mean like legit arachnophobia and mine you know i'm friendly to critters and i don't mind a lot of spiders that are kind of friendlier looking like the daddy long legs i don't mind so much they always kind of tuck away in the corner and they they don't really bother you i never really see them like climbing on me the ones i don't like are with the hard exoskeletons oh, yeah, no. the shiny Ugh. ones the black Ugh. ones I, I i can't i just can't with those but for some reason everybody's been telling me these crazy horror stories about spiders so please in the future i don't want to hear about them um but even though i'm going to tell you one right now i'm such a hypocrite (laughs) if i have to suffer you will too exactly i'm bringing you along for the ride so yeah like my friend avril in los angeles was telling me about some story i had never i mean she's a bud and she was holding out on us and just told us a story from like two years ago where she got bit And, you know, Los Angeles does have a lot of spiders. I mean, it's, you know, it's a warm climate and there's, there's a lot of spiders that actually bite. And I was always like, I always heard stories about there being a lot of like brown recluses, like on the telephone poles in Los Angeles in particular. And I I do remember like walking down like these narrow streets in LA and just being like, oh, the telephone pole and just being like creeped out. (laughs) There might be a brown recluse on that pole. Yes, exactly. I mean, once you have that in your mind, you are kind of weirded out by that. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing is like ignorance is bliss, I'm telling you. And so she's telling me the story about this bite that she got. She didn't know what it was and it got, it blew up to like the size of a baseball on her back. And then she, Yikes. you know, it was like all pussy and gross and like ended up put, like leaving a hole in her back, like all this crazy stuff where I'm like, oh my God, I'm like seriously scarred for life. And so I, cause I've been like, well, I'm in the country. So like there are a lot of spiders, but there aren't really, I've been learning through kind of people who've lived here for a long time. It's like, well, I moved up here because, you know, a lot of people have moved up here from Southern California. I, it's strange, but um, you know, there are a lot of them have said, yeah, there's no real, you know, poisonous spiders up here. And I like that. So I, I like living in a place that doesn't have kind of scary spiders. So I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But we do have a lot of spiders. We're in the country. And I was thinking, well, but all these stories are coming from LA. And, you know, like, cause I was thinking, oh, I'm better off in Los Angeles, you know, in terms of spiders, but no, I don't think I am. And then unfortunately I Googled it to find out. Cause I was like, okay, well, wh- is there anywhere in the world that we could live where there's no spiders? Cause I want to move there. <laughs> so note to self, don't Google things ever, especially when it comes to stuff like this or health things, or you have a yeah. rash, don't Google it. I found out that apparently you are never more than 10 feet away from a spider. Meaning one is likely staring at you right now, Sarah, like Great. from the corner of your room. And I'm kind of like, I'm kind of looking around because here in my studio, like I see spiders occasionally, oh, yeah. like they drop from the ceiling. And so I'm like, where are you? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and so like the other day, I went into our, we have a berry garden and it needs to be weeded. It's just like really overgrown. And for some reason, there's a particular spider that really likes raspberries and our raspberries are blooming Mm. right now. And I'm wearing, I've been wearing a lot of, uh, mostly this summer, I wear like low top Converse because they're just light and they're easy to throw on. And I guess I should be wearing boots every time I go outside because one of those spiders ended up in my shoe and bit me on, it was like not a bad bite. It just kind of stung me on the bottom of my foot. Like, I don't even know how it survived on the bottom of my foot. I'm like walking 
I mean, I, I have no idea. Anyway, you know, it's just been one of those weekends where I've been thinking about spiders a lot. And, you know, I'm like I said, my my general rule is if they stay tucked away in the corner and they're kind of like not super scary looking, they don't have that hard exoskeleton and they're not near my couch or my pillow or my bed, you know, that's fine. But if they're near me and they're scary looking, I'm sorry they die. Or I just have my boyfriend throw them outside, but I'm not going to go near them. But I went into this rabbit hole. As I said, I Googled this. I shouldn't have done it. I learned my lesson. But apparently the world spiders, like the collective spider population, consume somewhere between 400 million and 800 million tons of prey in any given year. So essentially, and just all the calculations, this is like, you know, these scientists like did all this research and they kind of came to the conclusion, you know, comparing how much, you know, how much meat we eat and that kind of thing, that essentially that they would still be hungry if they ate all of us. So I just want to throw it out there that there are a lot of things that could really wipe out the human population. Jeez, Heather. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, does the story like end up with like a cool, fun twist? <laughs> Actually, it does. I still think there's some goodness that comes out of spiders. Listen, Peter Parker got stung by a spider, bit by a spider, and he became a superhero. I, I don't know if any spiders sting. I think no, they all it was bite. bite. Yeah, they bite. Yeah. Right. Which is some, I don't know. I mean, stinging is gross too, but it just, just imagine a little spider mouth being Ugh. like, I Ugh. gotcha. You know, it's oh, like, why God. would you do that, spider? Mm -hmm. Why? No. Uh, I don't. I may have chilled on spiders a little more than you. I don't mm -hmm. think about spiders all that often. And there are spiders that I find living in my home and I'm just like, mm, whatever. But uh, they're not, none of them are like really scary. Yeah. If Yeah, if it was a certain size or it just, you know, I don't know, there was something a little bit menacing, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to work, work something out, you know, where mm -hmm. I wasn't like afraid to go to sleep. But, but yeah, I got a spider bite, which I can always tell. Um, and it wasn't, yeah. yeah, it wasn't anything major. It was on my leg. Who even knows where, you know, when it happened, you know, I, I didn't even realize it until later, but just the way it heals, it's like not a mosquito, not a flea bite. It's kind of it's wider. Just, it's just, it's a spider bite. Yeah. yeah. And I still have like a tiny scar. It'll go away eventually, but you know, a couple weeks into it, you know, where I was like, man, you know, like what this is was still itching? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it just kind of, it just looked, it wasn't like that gross or anything it, it was really just red more than anything but I'm like it's just so weird that that happened and now you know I've got this like mark that I'm constantly reminded that a spider bit me every time I look down you know <laughs> for the foreseeable future it's like what what like well, who got anything out of that you yeah know? and then the thing is is like I I'm sorry that I told this story to some of you out there you might be more arachnoph arachnophobic than I am and I apologize, but I, I feel like when I bring other people along into my fears, I feel less afraid. Less so, alone. Yeah. So yes, less alone. Let's and all, yeah, we're in this together. And fear together. Yeah, but It'd you know, I, I've never, I don't know if you do this, Sarah, but I never did this in LA, LA but maybe I should have. Um, but I check my shoes every time I put them on now. I, I, I make sure there's nothing in them because that happens. They crawl into shoes. They like dark, yep. sweaty yep. places, so. I don't always do that and I don't know why I don't because I know that I totally agree with you there and now you're like screwed I've, you're gonna do it all the time <laughs> I feel like I've told this I've story ruined before you. I don't know I told somebody but like there was a 
there was a resort in Mexico I went to years ago, and it was like an eco resort, so it was very open. So it was like you're sleeping in this like really cool hotel kind of thing, but like it's open to the elements. Mm-hmm. And we like all the people like when you first get there, like you go through this like you know like meet and greet and dealing with scorpions because there are just scorpions that are in the jungle in that area. It's kind of near Puerto Vallarta. And it wasn't like, oh, my God, there's going to be scorpions all over you. But, like, yeah, always checking shoes, always shaking out shoes, always, you know, kind of looking under any kind of corner type thing because a scorpion bite can be a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, nothing bad. I never saw one. But, you know, but I was very diligent about it. And for years after that, I was just like, it would still give me the, the creepies mm-hmm. if I just, just thought of a scorpion, like, hiding in a shoe like oh god what I, when yeah. i was like comfortably back home and everything but i i don't i i slip on my slippers which i leave at the side of the bed when i get into bed at night i put them on with my naked feet in the morning <laughs> you know it's like there could be all sorts of things in there i don't know why i don't check well i think that's good i like i said don't get all crazy about it i mean just i don't know the ignorance is bliss thing is so true i think i need to maybe okay i don't want to encourage i want you guys to email us and i don't want to encourage you to send in spider horror stories but if you if you have to (laughs) i will read and listen um or jump into discord and talk to us real time that's even more fun but we always love an email hyatt have such a good day.com but uh yeah you know just really think about it before you send us a scary spider story but if you have to we'll be we'll be okay with it it's like we want them but like <laughs> but don't we don't make want it them. too crazy <laughs> don't, don't upset us but please do email us <laughs> i don't know or We're email just, us about anything a couple of crazy kids today crazy kids I'm yeah you, you you please do email us we always love to know you know who's listening and if anything resonated with you or you have questions about anything that we talked about and also in between shows if you are uh, a patron patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about being a patron if you're not already Um, those of you who are patrons thank you so much couldn't do this without you and many of you are also chatting with us in our discord which is super fun and I feel like I get to know everybody a little bit more each week and that is anything at the $5 or up patreon level so thank you everybody who supports us and if you're not maybe consider uh, supporting us directly on Patreon. Yeah, I mean, we've got friends all around the world, Sarah. It's super fun. It's I love how everybody is from a different place. Like, we really do have a wide variety of locations, and it's so cool. And I, I'd be curious to know where you guys heard about the show. Uh, I'm just wondering, like, is it word of mouth? Did you stumble upon it on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice? Let us know. Yes. Hyatt, have such a good day.com for the millionth time. We're going to burn it in your brain. Yeah, you better send that email, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did get an email from Steve. He, it was really cute. His uh, subject line was like random thoughts. So he says, I have these replies floating around in my head to various episodes of the last several months. I listen to the podcast when I'm out on walks or hikes and usually forget to reply when I get home. Maybe it's more fun completely out of context. Regarding you can leave your hat on, this actually stimulated a lot of conversation. This is way back when, uh, you know, it was about a photo of Sarah and I that we both were wearing hats or something like that. He said, I think the song is about stripping or at least sexy time, though the song was (laughs) around long before 
I mostly know it from the full Monty soundtrack. And then, oh, yeah. This is my favorite regarding Carib, which Sarah went on a Carib rant. Uh, I guess it was last week or the week before. I think it's, I think of it as sad chocolate. Long ago, there was a healthiest restaurant chain called The Good Earth. I totally know that place, Steve. And I was frustrated that their cookies and desserts would use carob instead of chocolate that's so funny there was a place i wonder if it's the same one in los gatos california which is an hour south of san francisco where it's, i grew it's, up it's the good earth it's yeah that's what steve's talking about that's i used so to funny. go to the one in los gatos all the time yeah when, when we were visiting i don't think it's there anymore stuff. but i'm not sure that there are any good earths I, there may be there there's certainly they used to be around yeah you know, like anytime you're on a road trip like there was going to be a good earth that maybe you would stop at yeah kind of thing like you saw them around enough and it was like a decent option i always liked it there i remember but they yes, had a pretty good nut burger <laughs> they had with sprouts or something they they had this um like they would give you this it was like a like a multi-grain like bread in like, yeah. like a little bread basket you know like i remember that for everybody like when you would first get there or maybe there were rolls yeah it was like a multi-grain roll on it yeah i just really liked them you know with you, the butter you had the pat of butter yeah yep. you know oh, the good earth. i really miss the days of a bread basket you know I noticed going to restaurants these days, you know, before it was like such a liberal thing. It's like, here's a huge basket of yummy warm bread. And nowadays <laughs> you have to like ask for it and you have to pay for it. It's like usually an extra, which I, God, I miss those days, you know, just the free bread. I, get, I don't yeah, know. I guess, it, I guess you're right. I guess yeah. maybe the, well, I think also a lot of folks are like, carb conscious that's right true. so they're like not they gonna eat the bread it. anyway and probably enough restaurants were sort of like i mean if you're a certain restaurant like that's a good point it might be something on the menu but maybe might it's be a just thing too. it's like yeah and just sort of like you know we're ending up wasting all this bread that's you know, a good that, point that people that's aren't taking point. advantage of i well, am also definitely a bread person like you put it in oh, front of me i'm gonna eat the bread bread and butter best thing ever but you know yeah. same with water i mean now there's going to be restrictions or there are restrictions of in restaurants in fact i went to a restaurant this weekend and we had to ask for they usually put out like a pitcher of water and they you have to ask for it now because of the drought so uh yeah. yeah i mean i get that i i understand why there would be restrictions but the bread thing very interesting if you guys have any insight on this <laughs> fascinating story please email us at hivesuchagoodday.com and steve thank you for thank you for your thoughts um it's okay if it's random uh you can leave we your love hat random. on being a song about stripping or We're otherwise the of random disrobing yeah it makes sense <laughs> the full monty was a great movie i should watch that again someday and yeah i don't you know as i as i was telling y'all i'm not i'm not anti-carob i think carob has a place it's uh it's soaking <laughs> in some oranges. of my overnight oats upstairs right now uh it, <laughs> and i like i like it it can be yeah it's just you just have you have to know what you're dealing with with carob. you know there's a there's times for everything you know everything has its place that's right everything in its right place and you can't compare it to chocolate that's the thing it's like comparing apples and oranges. You just can't it's, do it. Yeah, they don't even. Yeah, there's no there's nothing similar about them besides the fact that the powder that might be an ingredient in a in a baked good or whatever looks kind of similar. But exactly. I mean, you could say that about like, oh, is chocolate the same as like ground coffee? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not, indeed it isn't. <laughs> but you can kind of do the two together and get crazy if you want. You can. You can, especially in Sarah's kitchen. Yeah.
I put I put cinnamon in my coffee. No chocolate. I, chocolate is too it's too desserty for me when I'm when I'm in you know in a coffee mood in the morning. Yeah, but I me do, too. I do put cinnamon in my coffee like not every day, but I do. Pretty I have regularly. a I have a great title for your cookbook, Sarah. The Crazy Kitchen with Sarah Lane. <laughs> kind, of, kind of feel like that probably already exists somewhere. Yeah, you're probably right. So, so, like, can you imagine in the in the history of the world, no one has ever called their the cookbook crazy. The Crazy Kitchen. <laughs> I'm just the first one. Yeah. And yeah, it's no, so that's, crazy. that's not possible. Yeah. It's just and it so could be like crazy. crazy with a K. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. You know, just Please so, don't do that. So cute. Well, it's it's really funny. Um, we're having a lot of pancakes these days. This is kind of a new thing. Like, I love pancakes, but like we didn't have a grill, and my boyfriend just got an iron skillet thingy, mm -hmm. and he's been making pancakes like once or twice a week. And don't get me wrong, I love a good pancake, any kind of pancake really. And we've got fresh blueberries. It's just wonderful. But every time, I, it's like I can't, it's hard for me to eat that kind of thing in the morning because it's kind of heavy, kind of sweet. And I'm kind of like, ugh, the rest of the day. And I don't really want to eat lunch. And it's like I almost just want a pancake for dessert as just like one pancake. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to eat sweets in the morning. It just, it kind of changes my metabolism or something. But uh, but yet it's a, it's a real quandary. I don't know what to do because I love them. And I just don't know what time of day to eat them. Hmm. I have the same issue. Uh I love pancakes. Um, very, very much a pancake person. Also, something you can have a lot of fun with, like with different kinds of flour and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like I love making blueberry buckwheat pancakes, mm. but they're heavy. And yeah, it's like it's not often that I go through the trouble of the pancake batter, like for one pancake. Mm -hmm. So I end up eating like a stack of pancakes, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, gut bomb! Why did I do that? Yeah. And then I don't eat pancakes for a while because I'm like, I remember how I felt that day, but exactly. I really like them. I guess it's yeah, it's if you, or it's like baking a you know cookies like you're not baking one cookie you're baking a mm -mm. bunch of them are you going to overeat on the cookies and be yes. like why did i do this same For idea 100 sure. so, <laughs> in my house the answer is yes yes but uh yeah pancakes they're they're uh they're lovely but they i really don't are. eat them very often anymore see random we should just rename our show to random randomness random with two today. lovely ladies That's spiders right. pancakes care of emails about spiders but do international clown schools <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I think I need to go make another coffee. I think I need to stop drinking coffee. I'm a little overcaffeinated in the hour it took us to get through the show. I was like, mm. <laughs> well, I need to jog all these spider webs out of my brain. Oh, I hope spiders don't live in our brains. That would just oh, be. Either. Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. we're, we're wrapping up the shows. Uh, we've, we've loved uh, being weird. Every you. minute of it. We've loved every minute. Uh, we'll do it again next week. It'll be episode 109. Woo. Uh, but uh, until then, so see some of you on Discord. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some new Discorders. That would be great. And and uh, we hope you have such a such a good day and a great week. That's right. I'll remain Heather this time. And I will stay Sarah. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.